Hello, everybody. Oh my gosh, we are so excited. Today is our day that we are launching our rebrand. So welcome to the Nurturing Parent. Welcome. So exciting. It's like we had another baby. <laughs> yeah, right. And in preparation for this, tell everybody what you have just created, Serena. It's so exciting too. Yes. Okay, mamas. So in order to better serve you, I created a survey just to make sure that we are speaking to you and helping you solve all the things that you're struggling with as a mom of infants and toddlers. So I created a survey. If you would mind going into our show notes and just clicking the link, it will say um, survey for mothers of infants and toddlers and just taking two minutes to answer these quick questions, but it's to mm -hmm. make sure that we're speaking to your biggest worries and the wants that you want as a mom and for your relationship with your kids. So it's, we've been mm -hmm. getting very interesting results and they're very totally. exciting for Emma. <laughs> They're really exciting. Um, and I love how simple the survey is. There's really three sections. Number one, what is your number one want as a mama? The second one, what is your number one worry as a mama? And the third one is um, if there is a want or a worry that you have that wasn't listed. And so it's super simple. And the, the results, like when Serena and I just started looking at the results together, I get really passionate about things and I just kind of go off. Right. And then we think, oh, we should have been recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> so what I got really excited about you guys is that your number one want is to have more fun and enjoy your little ones more to have fun with them and enjoy them more and enjoy your role as mama. So, so I'm so excited about that because that that's my jam. Like that's where the singing Emma lives. I get so excited when I'm around little ones. <laughs> I get, I get happy. I get exuberant. One of the things that we talked about is that, you know, there's all these courses for meditation. There's all these courses for mindfulness. There's right. books, there's podcasts, blah, blah, blah. Mamas, spend time looking through the world through your little one's eyes. And you will not only have a lot of enjoyment in your day, but you'll be being mindful. Yes. <laughs> like that's what they are. That's what they do. They are so present in the moment. You know, it's like those moments where they can be really excited one moment and then their boot is falling over and they can't get their foot in their boot because you're trying to get out the door to go to the park and the boot falls over and they're having a meltdown. Mm -hmm. And they and then it's like the boot, you know, they stand the boot up, they put the boot on, they're like, yeah, and then they're like super happy again. Mm -hmm. They are in the moment, right? So that's my number one big encouragement on how to have fun and enjoy your little ones more is see practicing the world through their eyes. Yeah. So one of the things we can do is look at, you know, let's look at getting out the door in the morning to go to walk, walk to a park. 
you know, and some of you, especially where I live, you're going to have to get in your car and then get out of your car and then get to the park. (laughs) (laughs) But the whole point here is how do we, well, there's a few pieces, right? It's the whole piece about being the director of your child's lives Mm -hmm. rather than being the observer and the supporter of your child's life. So by that, I mean, if you want to go to the park with the kids in the morning, okay, great. Awesome. Really great thing to do. But are you going to rush and try and get their boots on and get their coats on and get out the door and get to the park so you can hurry up and go and have fun there? Or are you going to allow the time that it takes for a toddler to get their gumboots on? to try and get those boots on because there's probably going to be puddles at this time of year and you want to have the boots on. And are you going to hurry and push them through that? Or are you going to be able to be the observer and let them to some degree, let them have the struggle that it takes to learn to put that boot on, but to be there when they get the joy of actually having done it for themselves. I think that joy when they do experience the happiness of achieving whatever goal it is, experiencing that happiness with them is enjoying them and just seeing how how they light up, just how something so little to us can make them so happy. That really helps me enjoy my little ones. (laughs) It's the cutest thing. (laughs) It is so cute. And it's, and it's huge for them. When a toddler masters putting on their own boots to go out the door, like, their self-esteem, their self-confidence, everything is so big. And so it's just so exciting. Mm -hmm. So let's look at putting boots on as a, you know, we're going to, we're going to dive deep with you guys so that you can really get how simple some of this is and how it can shift from the frustration of getting the boots on and getting out the door to allowing the child that time. And I'm going to give you It's not going to be every morning that you've got the patience or the time to allow the toddler to get their boots on in the toddler manner. Some days you are going to have to rush out the door and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. But as often as you can be the observer of your child. Mm -hmm. So rather than the director, we are so quick to direct our kids all the time. So be the observer. So there's your child and the boot falls down and they're "Mm, don't like it, you know, and then you can say, be the observer. I like how you're holding on to the wall because that helps your body balance. But I totally get how frustrating it is when your boot falls over again. And sometimes it can really help just to lean on that wall a little harder so that you can lift your foot up a little higher and get it in that slot. And you might at that point, reach down and steady that boot. Or you might say, uh, you know, another thing that can help, sometimes it can help if you sit down to put your boots on. Mm -hmm. So you're giving them a little bit of information that you know, as an adult who knows how to put your boots on, how to help them help themselves, Mm -hmm. right? how to help them, how to encourage them to have the autonomy that they are craving with every ounce of their being. 
you also can move yourself away if it's too tempting for you to go, oh, come on, let's just get the boots on and get out the door. You know, because what you want is that joy and that pleasure of being with your child. So you might want to remove yourself slightly and say, I'm just going to be right here putting my coat and boots on. If you need my help, let me know. And you say it in a normal communicating voice, not like, oh, honey, I know it's so hard. Like, Mm -hmm. don't go down to that place. They are strong, independent, powerful beings. And if you meet them at that level where you know you believe in them, you've got this. Mm-hmm. Hey, my little two-year-old, you've got this. Yes, boots can be hard to put on. Yes, it can be frustrating. Sometimes it helps to sit down. Sometimes it helps to really lean on that wall or hold something for your balance more. And I'm right here. If you need me, let me know. And they may call you, but chances are they're going to go, mommy, I did it. I did it. I got Mm -hmm. my boots on. And you can then go, yay, let's Mm -hmm. go to the park. Mm -hmm. All right. So you can get really excited, but you don't have to overdo the excitement. It's Mm -hmm. just a human that you're talking to. Like if you wouldn't be going, oh, yay, yay, yay to your girlfriend, (laughs) you don't have to do the, you know, you can go, yay, I knew I believed in you and you could do it. Um, So now you're, now you're out the door, you've got the coat on. Oh, and on the, on a side note, it's really beautiful, sunny October where I live. If your child goes, I'm too hot, I don't want my coat. And you go, but it's cold out, you have to have your coat you know, bear in mind that your child has their own autonomy. You can bring the coat and say, all right, let's bring the coat. And let me know if you get chilly. But also sometimes if you get really excited playing, you might forget that you're getting chilly. So every now and then, if you don't want your coat on, I might just check in and feel your fingers and see how cold they are. And if I feel like they're too cold, and I don't want you to get sick, because you're getting a chill, you know, we can chat about putting a coat on then. But you don't have to force a coat is what I'm saying, right? At that moment. Yes, it's, Remember. it's exactly getting out of the way. Just get out of the way. We want to control get. so much. And me, oh my gosh. Yes, me who is very neat freak. I like everything where it is. I like everything done a certain way in certain steps. And That was Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things in becoming a parent and learning how to really just enjoy my kid is just let go. Stop having, stop wanting to Mm -hmm. control every single thing because we can't control them. Even though they came from us, we can't control what they do. (laughs) They are not us. No. (laughs) And they have a right to their autonomy. They have a right to be their own person. And just because they put their socks on backwards or even their boots, you know, if they're not noticing that their boots are on the wrong feet, who cares? Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes you can go, oh, you can teach them. You can go, look at how the toes point sort of together when you stand them up. Mm -hmm. And if you put them this way, look how the toes point sort of out. And it's, I find it more comfortable if my toes point, you know, together when I'm putting my boots on, you might not notice it's up to you, you know, (laughs) give them the autonomy where you can, because honestly, putting on a rubber boot on the wrong foot is not going to affect your child's walking for the rest of their life. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. 
So now you're going to the park. Now you're going to the park and you in your adult brain, you have a destination in mind. You got to get from A to B and then you're going to have fun when you get there. No, 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 (laughs) no. The walk from your house to the park. For me, it's walking up my driveway. I live on a long dirt driveway in the country and I would go for walks with my grandsons every time they came to visit. And my little guy, my oldest one, they lived with me um, when he was a toddler. Every day we'd walk up the same driveway, the same dirt road. Sometimes we didn't get to the dirt road. Our whole walk for over an hour was on my driveway. It's not that long. (laughs) An adult could walk that driveway in five minutes. But again, seeing the world through your child's eyes. Here you are, you're walking. Some of you are going to be on a sidewalk. And there's a worm. There's a worm wiggling. There's a caterpillar. They're going to want to squat down and have a look. And if they don't, because you've been rushing them through their life, when you notice that caterpillar, you can go, wow, look at how fuzzy it looks. Look at how quick it's walking. The point I'm making here is you don't have to hurry to get to the park. The whole experience is every step of the way, right? And that is where the fun is. That's where the joy is. That's where learning to enjoy your time with your littles can really, really happen because you are getting your adult brain and your adult need to get somewhere because you said you were going to the park out of the picture. You're letting the child be a child. I become very childlike when I was little kids, I become very childlike in a very adult way. But I'm like, yay, look at that worm. Look at how fast he's wiggling. My gosh. And I mean, he doesn't even have legs. You know, like I get totally into it. And and I I think I partly came by that naturally, but it's just it, there's so much joy there, you guys. There's so much joy seeing the world through a child's eyes. <sighs> I could go on and on (laughs) through the whole day. Yes, we can tell. (laughs) But this this all does sound good in theory. And but sometimes as parents, especially now, every day it's like you just have to rush here and there and everywhere and it's exhausting. We're exhausted mm-hmm. and we want to enjoy our kids, but it's like, we kind of feel like we have to entertain them and that's exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's no energy. So, you know, a couple of things that, that you and I, Serena have talked about, about this is can, when you when you need to get out the door, And, you know, you're not always just going to be going to the playground. You're going to be going to get groceries. You're going to be going to appointments, whatever it is. Can you, whenever possible, give yourself that extra half hour, that extra 45 minutes of allowing time to get ready to go out the door so that it's not that panicked rush where you're getting, you're butting into heads with your little one, right? Mm -hmm. No, I want to put my boots on. Mm -hmm. I want to do it, mama. I want to do it. We don't have time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then we're setting up to get out the door for whatever purpose with a negative energy, right? That's not fun for you. It's not fun for your littles. And then it 
plays into my number one worry as a mom so far from the results of our survey is that I'm, am I messing up my kid? Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, we worry when we get panicked and angry and frustrated with our kids and yell at them and, you know, all those things, right? So can you preventatively give yourself that extra bit of time when possible, you know, try to do that. And I know it's always not always easy, but the other thing, it's not, it's It's really, really hard. It's, but. but when, when we were talking earlier, we also looked at, okay, now you're at the end of your day, you're making supper, your little one wants some more time with you. They're hungry, they're tired. They've had a long day of, of, you know, playful fun. And they're like, mommy, mommy, come and play with me. Mommy, look what I'm doing. Mommy, and you're like, just give me a minute to make supper. Everybody's hungry. I'm exhausted. Just go, you know, like that whole energy can be who you are when you're trying to make supper, dad's not home yet. Kids need you. You're trying to, ah. Oh. And so my playful response earlier with Serena was, uh, you know, to go into a playful, I use a lot of um, accents, our voices and get playful with children rather than reacting to them. So, so, you know, one, one example is I cannot play with you right now. I am a dinner cooking robot. I must do what I'm told to do. Mm-hmm. And that is to make supper for very hungry people. And Serena's response was... Sometimes I'm just too tired to act silly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then I said, is it more energy to come up with that silly playful response than it is to end up in a three-hour battle with your child because you've reacted they've fought back you're reacting they're reacting and then it goes through dinner time it goes through making them eat something nutritious getting in the bathroom having a bath brushing your teeth getting to bed and please go to sleep world you know, war three that two or three hours is going to take a lot more energy than doing your very best. And you're going to blow it sometimes. And that's okay. You're human. They're human. But do your very best to bring out the playfulness. And even if you want to say, I feel like a ticking time bomb. And if you ask me to play with you or watch you one more time, I'm going to explode. I suggest you go in the other room for a while, unless you want an exploding mama, (laughs) you know, so you can, you can set some boundaries playfully too, right? Mm -hmm. That's possible. So anyway, I, I don't want it to sound like I'm making light of the struggle of your life. I never Mm -hmm. want it to sound like that. I have been a mama. I have had those moments for sure. They're a while back now, (laughs) but I know, I know how hard it is. And whenever possible, remember to breathe whenever you need to extricate yourself. Say, I got to go pee. Give me a minute. Go in there and take your deep breaths. Come up with that silly accent. I don't know if you can do accents, but I like to play around with where I might be on the planet. You know, <laughs> that's a good oh. one. <laughs> I like that one. You know, so, <laughs> so there's accents. You can also say, 
if you can't think of a silly accent, you can also say, honey, mama's really tired and I'm kind of at the end of my rope and I got to get dinner made because I know you're hungry. I'm hungry. Daddy's almost home. He's hungry. Can we, can, can you support me in this? Can you play independently for like, let's set the timer. Let's set it for 15 minutes. If you can play and the other whispering is really helpful. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it brings the energy down. It's calming. And it takes that, your, your need to blow at them constantly at you. It can diffuse you, which is, which can be super helpful. And then, of course, when you're not in the fight, you've got more time for the fun Mm -hmm. and you've got more time to enjoy life through your little one's eyes. And trust me, if you can get into the playfulness and the sense of humor using the different voices, um, you know, telling them that you're a ticking time bomb, like whatever it is that works, you will have more energy and having that more energy will give you the opportunities to be more have more fun with your little ones that's part of becoming a nurturing parent is is learning Mm -hmm. all of this and practicing it and patience with practicing it because that's what it takes Mm -hmm. yes and we all want you to just bond and love on your little ones as much as possible so thank you Oma for sharing that you're welcome I hope that was helpful and thank you so much everybody who filled out the survey and remember go ahead if you haven't had a chance click in the link below Uh, in the show notes below we'll put the link and click on there and and we're interested to see if our numbers change at all because um people are still filling it out and it's exciting for us to really find your needs and wants and how we can serve you the best and another way you can really really help us is by leaving us a review uh, on on our podcast and yeah we're going to be here next week the nurturing parent every week every tuesday morning right here for you creating a village with you (laughs) Thanks for joining us, mamas. Hope to see you next week for our next episode and join us in our Facebook group to get updates. That's also in the show notes. Thank you so much for giving us a few minutes of your day. It's a lot for you to to give us this time. We appreciate you. Thank you, mamas. I just want to quickly recap my three takeaways to start enjoying your little ones and having more fun. So number one is try to look at everything from a child's perspective. They are so innocent and they're learning everything every day about the world. And we can enjoy our time with them a little more if we just look at the world from their perspective, from their innocent view. And it really just helps you be more mindful and more present and kind of just take it all in with your kid and just really be there with them then number two is get out of the way be an observer stop being the boss stop trying to control everything and it's hard (laughs) but they're only gonna learn by trying and this is not gonna be easy this to be able to get out of the way for your kid and let them try and that You need a lot of time and patience for that. So in order to do that successfully, 
I suggest that you give yourself an extra 30 to 40 minutes whenever trying to get something done. Get out the door, get into bath time, or get your pajamas on. But try to give a little time, and this is not every day. I'm not saying slow down your life. But try to be aware and slow it down when you can to help them learn and help them take their time and that is going to help us enjoy them because we're not going to be fighting with them like get your shoes on let's get out the door hurry up hurry up hurry up so just doing this once in a while will help them have more autonomy and when they do accomplish things because they have more time to practice them they're going to be celebrating and you're going to be celebrating together and you're going to be there for the first and you're going to Watch how happy they light up when they start becoming more independent each and each day. Take your time. And then number three is if you are too exhausted to distract or entertain or get silly, think about the World War Three that is coming if you don't take that extra 20 seconds to make a funny voice and get them to do what you want them to do. Because that will start the world war for the rest of the night or for the rest of whatever it is you're doing. (laughs) Just have that in the back of your head when you are speaking with them or they're trying to get your attention. And so this is to enjoy them, to help you enjoy them. Just get a little silly before you revert to reacting. I hope that made sense. But thanks for joining us. I found this very helpful. I hope you do. And if you do, please share it with other mamas out there. We just want to help you. All right. Thanks for joining us. And come back next week for a new episode. We can't wait to see you. Take care. Love you, mamas. 